from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- 522-4700. It is Betting Across America, our number two here, presented by BetMGM. We're coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe, Amal Shah, like I mentioned at the top of the show, tweet at the show. Amal, he's on Twitter right now looking at people's thoughts and opinions at VEASAN Live, at Amal Shah 1, at Femi Abebefe. Amal, you have a wry smile on your face. Somebody tweet you something funny? No, because I just <laughs> wouldn't be on Twitter doing that. That's why. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, in 15 minutes, we're going to talk college football bowls, some of the New Year's Six bowl games. But here first, I want to talk to you about NFL futures. And I teased it on the other side in the last segment here. Number one seed is an interesting market for me. And I want to start in the AFC. Right now at BetMGM, you can bet on which team you believe will be the number one seed in the AFC. The Patriots right now, the favorites, plus 150. Titans, 3-1. to one. Chiefs, 4-1. to one. Ravens, 8-1. to one. Chargers, 11-1. to one. Bills, 20-1. to one. Amal, do you see any value in terms of who you think will be the number one seed come playoff time in the American Football Conference? You know, I think uh, New England looks like, obviously, the odds-on favorite at this point in time, but don't sleep on the Chiefs. Playing extremely well. And the other thing is what the one thing that's a little bit of a hindrance for New England, even though they had that great win against Buffalo, they still have a rematch against the Bills yet to come up in Foxborough. But you've got a glut of these teams. Tennessee's got a weak schedule. Now, remember, no Derrick Henry, which is a huge blow. I still think the Ravens, if they can get a little bit healthier, um, this team could be dangerous. But they've got a far more challenging schedule. Kansas City, look, they've got an opportunity. When you look at the rest of the division now, you know, they play Denver still uh, in mile high on um, the last game of the year. Mm -hmm. This team, they got to still go to the L.A. to play the Chargers. They have to go to Cincinnati to play the Bengals, too. 
Yeah, but I think these are all games they can win. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go 13 and four, but I think for the team to get home field, they're going to have to be 12 and five in the AFC and hold the tiebreaker. Yeah, the Chiefs really stood out to me at four to one there. I think that's a great bet, honestly, uh, especially if they're able to win their their favorites against the Ravers, almost double double digit favorites. They're going to be favored by a field goal, maybe more against the LA Chargers next Thursday. You want to bring up a point real no, quick? No, I just here? had a question for you. Where was this at? And so this is just strictly as soon as the regular season ends, you could, the wager is over. Yeah, that's yep. what's was great about this one. That's this why I pretty, love this market. <laughs> yeah, this is a great bet. Now, where was it? It was this bet MGM. MGM. That's a really good bet. I yeah, like that. Bet MGM. Chiefs are four to one. The Titans three to one. You mentioned Tennessee's weak schedule. That kind of was the one that I stopped and paused. I was like, hmm. That could be an interesting one just because this Tennessee team is getting healthier. Julio Jones is expected to come off of IR this week. A.J. Brown, they're expected to get him maybe next week or a couple weeks down the road, but he will return before the end of the regular season. If they can get healthy at linebacker, get Bud Dupree back, they just picked up Zach Cunningham off of waivers. If they can get him on the defense, Rashawn Evans is back now. If this Titans team gets healthier and looks more like the team we saw in late October with the schedule that they have out in front of them, their toughest game arguably is probably home against the San Francisco 49ers on a Thursday night. Now, I know they have to go to Pittsburgh as well next week, but who knows if T.J. Watt even plays in that game after he left Thursday night's game against the Vikings with a groin injury. If the Titans get through those two games, they might not lose the rest of the regular season them all. Yeah, they still have the Dolphins, but then they close out with um, Houston Texans, so they're in great shape when you look at it, and you mentioned it. Uh, the much more difficult schedule for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the one thing I would say is real quick, and maybe you have it in front of you, in terms of who holds the tiebreaker between the Chiefs and, and the Titans. It'd be the t- Titans won head-to-head earlier this uh, year. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs 27-3 to in okay. Nashville. I-, I forgot that they had even played each yep. other. So, um, And then you look at how do they stack up against New England. So I think they've got a very much an opportunity there. You mentioned the Patriots. Uh, they're obviously on a bye this week. We'll see how things play out for them. But remember, they're on a seven-game winning streak. They're at the Colts. They have Buffalo. Then they've got the Jaguars and the Dolphins. The one advantage that they have is they've got one more game played. So it's a little bit of an opportunity there. But, again, Tennessee with a manageable game this week. uh, They they take on uh, the – excuse me, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I like where Tennessee's at. You know, Femi, to me, I would look at Tennessee based on the schedule and the fact that they hold the head-to-head against Kansas City and with the Patriots having a more uh, probably a comparable schedule to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I think for the Patriots to be the one seed, I think they have to win out. And I can see them losing next Saturday against the Indianapolis Colts. If they lose that, then they're down to five losses, which opens the door for one of these Tennessees or Kansas City Chiefs. But it's going to be an interesting race down the stretch in the AFC. That Titans-Chiefs tiebreaker, I think it might come down to that, which is why it's reflected in the odds with the Titans at 3-1, to one, Chiefs at 4-1 to one to be the number one seed. In the NFC, another interesting odds market here, Cardinals plus 125 favorites to be the number one seed. They're at 10-2, and two, so that makes sense. Buccaneers and the Packers, both plus 225. Then you have the Cowboys 18 to 1, Rams 100 to 1, Niners 500 to 1. But let's focus in on those three teams Cardinals, Bucks, and Packers. Where do you think the value is in terms of the number one seed in the NFC? Well, you know, you look at the Packers have the tiebreaker against Arizona. And uh, did the Buccaneers and Packers play this year? I don't even remember. They, they did not play they this not. year. Okay, I was thinking about last year's game early in like uh, October, late September. Um, so it's going to come down to the losses for, you know, Green Bay, the loss to the Saints. Um, you know, when you look at who they've lost to in terms of the tiebreaker, that's going to be critical. Uh, Arizona, if they win this game, you like their chances, obviously, to win the division because that will really put the Rams in a tough spot. But I would be a little bit concerned. Arizona still has to go to Dallas. They host the Colts. Um, they've got to get through the Rams, and then they close out with Seattle. So mm-hmm. not an easy schedule to be able to navigate. When you look at the Green Bay Packers, uh, their schedule right now, obviously you've got the game against the Bears. I would expect them to be able to win this football game. If they can do that, they go to 10-3, and three, four games remaining, and they're in a situation where they're at the Ravens. Very winnable game, but it'll be a tough game. Yeah, They'll then, be favored. Yeah, and then they'll be at – I don't know if they're going to be favored, though. You think they'll be a dog against the Baltimore Ravens? I'm telling you, man. Public address announcement. Give (laughs) value for teams being at home. At the end of the year, there's a reason why teams like Detroit lose on a 66-yard field goal and beat teams like Minnesota. At home, just... If you bet teams at home in the NFL getting points blindly, at the end of the year, you'll make a profit. Well, that hasn't been the case this year, Amal, with home field advantage. Home dogs, 40 and 42 against the spread. The season's not over. 
it's not over, but we've seen away teams have been the story this Are year. Are you like that guy in the sports book who tells me I'm winning the bet in the third quarter? I said, go cash your ticket. Let them play the full 60 minutes. I mean, no, come on, no, man. Don't be that guy over. that cheers on a first down when I'm you got 59 not, but, minutes and 12 hey, seconds remaining I'm in the game. I'm giving you the facts. Away teams, 109-85-1 ATS this season, Amal. What's their straight-up record? The straight-up record. Away teams, I believe, have won more games. 98-96-1 straight-up away teams. Let me know when we're done playing the entire season. All, all, right, we'll, all I'm we'll, saying we'll check is, back in. Yeah, we'll check back in. The All I'm saying is, though, teams at home, I, I don't think the Packers should be a road favorite at, at, at the Ravens. The Ravens have one of the best home field advantages. But No, they look, do. I agree with that. You yeah. look at the schedule, they get the Browns, they get the Vikings, and then they're at the Lions. So I think you have to favor the Packers a little bit because the game against the Rams and against the Cowboys – is going to be a tough game for Arizona. Not saying they can't win those, but remember that head-to-head tiebreaker being in favor of Green Bay is huge. Yeah, I think the Packers are the play here at plus 225. You mentioned it. The Ravens, it, it, let's call it a pick them. We'll, we'll, we'll settle the argument. We'll say they're a pick them at Baltimore, but they'll be favored, of course, against Cleveland by more than a field don't, goal. Don't favorite. worry, they'll probably be a favorite. They made, the, they made the damn Rams a favorite on the road at Green Bay. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Yeah, no, th- th- Lambeau Field, I will say, is one of the places that still has a home field advantage in the NFL. Not that many other places have home field advantages, but Lambeau Field, especially later in the year, for sure, has a home field advantage. Then they close the year home against the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. I think the Packers might not lose a game the rest of the year. So you can look at the Packers 14-3. and three, That's likely going to be your number one seed. I thought you brought up a great point there. In the likelihood, the Packers are probably not going to lose two games. Arizona mm-hmm. potentially could with Seattle, with the Cowboys. And then remember, the Colts are playing far better now than they were four or five weeks ago. is very dangerous. Yeah, it really is. And so I think it's going to be a tough game. I love the way Jonathan Taylor is running the football. This is a guy that's just his whole career – all he does is, he, you know, people don't realize in the history of college football, when you combine the first three years of rushing statistics, he had the most yards of any running back. <laughs> 6,000 plus yeah, or whatever it was. Exactly. Yeah, it was just, he, he was ridiculous at Wisconsin. Speaking of Jonathan Taylor, let's talk about offensive player of the year. This is the odds at BetMGM. He is the favorite, plus 150. Cooper Cup, 2-1. to one. Then Devontae Adams, 20-1. to one. Debo Samuel, the same odds. Brady, 25-1. to one. Murray, 25-1. to one. Lamar Jackson, 30-1. to one. So it looks like this award is... St- steering away from the quarterbacks, but we'll see how the voters vote this thing out here. But what do you think about this offensive player of the year market? Well, I believe the biggest handle our producer Elliot was telling me is still on Derrick Henry prior to the injury he suffered earlier this season. Yeah, I don't think Derrick Henry is obviously going to be there, but I think Jonathan Taylor and the difference he's made. Now, look, the Colts have to finish out strong. If they don't, I think it's going to be a real problem for his ability to be able to win that, but I, I think he'll be able to do just that. They'll be, they should be okay. It feels like offensive player of the year is the award that they give to the most outstanding non-quarterback. That's a, great, that, that's, that's a beautiful – you put that perfectly. That is a beautiful statement in terms of what it is. That's exactly what it is. That's, you know, that's what they should have in, in the Heisman Trophy nowadays in college football. You know, this is the quarterback award, but the, the most outstanding player. Look, Will Anderson of Alabama is probably the best player in college football. I didn't even get an invite to New York City later tonight. It's always tough. It is. It's tough. I guess they didn't want to bring five flights. No, they, want, they wanted people from Michigan to come back and watch football. That's why they put Aiden Hutchison in there. <laughs> Michigan still, still, still a sore subject for you? No, I just listen. I don't understand you won two football games. It's not like if you cured cancer and won a national title. I mean, you, you know, if they get boat raced by Georgia, who cares that you beat Ohio State? I'm one of these fans. Listen, I, I don't care as much about the Ohio State-Michigan game as other Ohio State fans do. To me, it's about winning the national title. That's what makes sports great. Either you win or you're a loser. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the fair thing about sports. Real quickly, 15 seconds, Amal. Packers 7-1 to to win the Super Bowl. You like that? I do. I think they're the best team in the NFC. I know Arizona's played great, but I like the Packers. It likes the Green Bay Packers. They're going to have the number one seed, in my opinion, plus 225 at BetMGM to have the number one seed. If you like that, BetMGM is the place for you. On the other side, a little bit of college football, New Year's Six Bowl games. We discuss it here on Betting Across America. We're rolling along. It is a Saturday here in December on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide will be released Monday with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops Monday, so make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. It is betting across America coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Of course, we're presented by BetMGM, Femi Abebefe, and Amal Shah. And Amal, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of these college football bowl games. But, of course, tonight in college football, the Heisman Trophy Award will be awarded. And, of course, it's going to be Bryce Young of Alabama. But Aiden Hutchinson is accompanying him on the trip, as is Kenny Pickett, the Pittsburgh quarterback. And the other finalist is C.J. Stroud, your guy from Ohio State, the quarterback there for the Buckeyes. But Kenny Pickett, we know he'll be in New York City, but we don't know if he'll be in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl later on this month, December 30th. Pitt taking on Michigan State in the Peach Bowl. Right now, that game is actually off the board due to the uncertainty of whether Pickett is going to play or not. We saw Pittsburgh as a three-point favorite. Then we saw Pickett some places now off the board. Would you even entertain entering this market with such so much uncertainty about the Pitt quarterback, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation? Yeah, no, you're definitely right. It'd be a challenge. But look, I think it, I think he's going to play. And the only reason I say that is a program like Pitt, Kenny Pickett has meant a lot to this program, and and I think he's going to close out and play. You know, when you look at it, quarterbacks, you can't even touch these guys anymore. You know, if he's a DB or a receiver, I get you're worried about tearing an ACL. If you're Kenny Pickett in that game, you don't run as much as you normally do. Uh, now that they've outlawed the fake slide, which is a brilliant decision because, you know, you can't have players doing that. And it's so tough as it is already to defend. So from my perspective, I think he'll end up playing. And um, I think they'll be able to really move the ball against that Michigan State uh, secondary, which has been horrendous. Yeah, right now it's off the board here at BetMGM, but in some places in Nevada, other sportsbooks, right now I'm seeing Michigan State hovering around one or one-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. So if you think Kenny Pickett is going to play, definitely there's value there on the Pitt Panthers, whether you bet on the money line or if you want to grab that plus one, but might as well just bet the money line at that point. No point playing that minus 110 juice if you're just getting plus one. The Alamo Bowl is Oregon and Oklahoma. Now, this is an interesting game. Heck, it could have been a playoff game before the season started. Yeah, exactly People thought right. about this yeah. one. Uh, the Sooners, four and a half point favorites with a total of 61 and a half. And this is one of those games of what, what are we going to see? Both teams lost their head coaches to the coaching carousel. What what type of effort are we going to see in terms of how much you handicap this football game in the Alamo Bowl taking place in San Antonio on December 29th? Yeah, I think the Oklahoma situation is a little bit different. Um, I think Oregon really missed an opportunity when they had a chance to win the Pac-12 against Utah. They late. Do you think those players knew he was gone? You know, I think you get a sense of it, but 
I think the fact that they couldn't make the college football playoff after they lost the game in Salt Lake City kind of really handicapped them. So I think that was what really hurt them uh, from my perspective. I think the Sooners are going to win this football game. I love the fact that we haven't heard anything about, oh, people talking about Caleb Williams transferring. I'm going to tell you, if Williams stays, talk about the level of respect I would have for this young man. It would be unbelievable. Look, I get it. You went to Norman because of Lincoln Riley. they got great fans in Norman. And I'll tell you, to me, some of the best college football fans. Because unlike some of the other programs, they support OU extremely well, but they're not zealots, right? Like, they don't go crazy anytime OU loses a game. (laughs) I think they got a tremendous fan base. And still, you got talent there. Marvin Mims will be back. Watch out. You know, Kennedy Brooks is going to want to have a big game and his potential, uh, you know, obviously he's leaving. Could still play one more year because of the COVID situation from uh, last year where they're granted an extra year of eligibility. But I-, I like Boomer Sooner in this one. Yeah, obviously important to note the potential number one draft pick in next spring's NFL draft, Kayvon Thibodeau. He has opted out of this game. He announced that earlier this week on social media. So he's going to get prepared for the NFL draft. Probably a smart thing for him to do. No point playing in the Alamo Bowl, especially after you've been to Pasadena the last couple of years or so yeah um so no Thibodeau for the Ducks obviously no Lincoln Riley for the Oklahoma Sooners no Mario Cristobal for the Oregon Ducks but the Sooners will have big game Bob Bob Stoops back on the sidelines of all it will be the interim coach and I thought it was having deja vu or flashbacks seeing press conferences from Bob Stoops with the OU just signage behind him or so uh interesting how do you think that's going to play out with Stoops on the sidelines now with this team and he's a god in Oklahoma and here he is back to save the day I don't know who the hell big game Bob is I know medium <laughs> game Bob uh let me tell you the last time he won a big game was probably about 2000 remember an 03 remember an 03 or actually the 02 season in uh, Kansas City against K-State when the uh, was it the Wildcats absolutely boat raced him in that game I think 35-7 or something like that Darren Sproles had a monster game for them so it'll be interesting to see uh, him coming in makes the transition a little bit easier he's trying to go full Barry Alvarez you know trying to mount yeah. up those bowl victories by just having to coach for three weeks so paid $325,000 to coach this game hey you know what he was out in the recruiting trail making sure that guys are staying in Norman and all that stuff he's done a lot for that program I, I don't disagree but the problem is when you're recruiting high school kids who are seniors when Bob Stoops was at Oklahoma last no they were in the seventh grade exactly right you, you don't realize <laughs> wait a minute is this the guy whose teams that get crushed every year in the playoff is that, I mean he wasn't around for that but you get what I'm saying so yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see how well they're able to do based on that so something to pay attention to yeah, no, interesting stuff there with Bob Stoops. It's one of those things with the bowl season that it's just almost like a PSA to keep in mind. Know who's playing in these games. Know who's coaching in these games. Even assistant coaches, offensive coordinators, Joe Moorhead. There's talk of, is he going to coach or is he going to go to Akron? All these types of things for the Oregon Ducks. It's like you got to know what you're getting yourself into before betting these types of games. Uh, you know, Joe, I'll tell you one guy that knew that Mario Cristobal was going to take the Miami job was Joe Moorhead. Because you would not take the Akron job. Yeah. If you didn't believe that Mario Cristobal was, was leaving. Gone. Yeah. I, I thought that was one thing that kind of told me that, hey, this guy's going to Akron. It surprised me a little bit. Because remember, Joe Moorhead was at Mississippi State. Didn't necessarily get along too well with the athletic department. They decided to move on from him. Uh, so an interesting scenario there. I think Moorhead is a really good coach. How effective he can be at Akron remains to be seen, though. So the Gator Bowl down in Jacksonville. This is also December 31st, the day of the playoff. This is kind of our appetizer before getting to the Cotton Bowl and Orange Bowl later on on New Year's Eve. And Amal is fist pumping because something good just happened for him. Live what do you want them all? We'll get, we're well, going to get some gettable. I'm watching what, the Auburn game, and is that Ronnie Sykley? Wow. The, you know, Ronnie Sykley, I'm surprised he's at this Georgetown-Syracuse game because he's a famous DJ down in Miami nowadays. Really? I yeah, Art Basel going on this week. Great time to be in Miami yeah. if you haven't been during I, Art Basel. But, I've heard about it. I've never been to Miami, but I've heard some stories about it. Oh, yeah, you've got to go to Miami. It's Jermall unbelievable. Jermall has some more stories for us with Art Basel. Uh, uh, the, <laughs> we'll, um, we'll tell those off the air. But it was funny because I just saw the Syracuse game where, um, no, I was just watching this Louisiana Tech-Louisiana game, and I was talking to our executive producer Stephen Bond about I said, look at second halves where teams don't shoot the ball particularly well in the first half. Louisiana Tech was 0 for 13 from the three-point arc in wow. the first half. They've already made three three-pointers in the second half. So Wish you shared that note with me, Amal. Uh, Gator Bowl. You're Wait trying to worry us. about the show. The show will run itself. <laughs> I'm on air with you. You're fine. Worry about second half plays that are profitable. 
<laughs> Wake Forest and Texas A&M is Amal Hogs all of his profitable second half plays. This is the Gator Bowl, the Demon Deacons seven point underdogs, total of sixty. Now Texas A&M's defensive coordinator, he's got a head coaching job at Duke, so we'll see if he's the coach, or at least as uh, a coordinator for this defense later on this month here. But what do you make of this game with the Demon Deacons playing in the Gator Bowl? Might not have been the New Year's Six Bowl that they were hoping for, obviously losing the ACC title game, but still a big bowl game for this team nonetheless, which has been a pretty good season for Wake Forest. Yeah, I hope some of the Demon Deacons fans, alums, come out and support them in Jacksonville, not too far down from Winston-Salem. Remember, Wake Forest is the smallest Power 5 school in, in college football. Uh, this team has really done a tremendous job of Femi. With all that being said, it's going to be a challenge when you go up against A&M in this one simply because that defense is elite. And I, as good as Sam Hartman is, the, the defense for Wake Forest has been absolutely switched cheese. I want to see if Spiller plays for AM, which I expect him to. He could have a monster day against this Wake Forest defense. You mentioned that Texas AM's defense is elite, but we're still seeing the total at 60. I mean, I get that Wake Forest's offense is good, and maybe you mentioned their defense is Swiss cheese, so maybe AM can have some success offensively, but my God, 60, that's a lot for going up against an elite team that we, according to the betting odds, is likely to control the pace of the game. But, but remember, they were able to move the ball against Clemson. Now, a little bit of that came in garbage time. Clemson's got a better defense than AM does. Okay. Uh, but to me, if Jimbo Fisher can't put up at least 35 to 38 against Wake Forest, he should tender his resignation. I mean, he's getting paid a lot of money. Why well, that's my point. Listen, Wake Forest, <laughs> think about this. North Carolina scored more than a half a hundred against them. Pitt was scoring at will against them in the ACC championship. Army put up, what did they put up, like 50 or something yeah. in that game? I mean, so remember that game? That was the game where I said, take the over. Both teams went <laughs> over the total itself. That was when I texted you said that they should have paid you double for yeah. that call. Because that, that was a very good call there. Well, all I'm saying is they, they're, they're a bad team defensively, and I think A&M should be able to exploit it with the athletes that they have. Real quick here, Outback Bowl, Penn State favored in this one. Two-point favorites against Arkansas. The total, 46.5. Any thoughts on this game? No, but I think it should be a pretty good game. I think that you said six? No, uh, two-point two favorites, 46.5. I'm sorry, 46.5. Um, I like Penn State here at two. Sean Clifford now coming back for his sixth year at Penn State. I don't know if that's a benefit for them or not. As a Buckeye, I'm happy he's coming back. But, uh, you know, KJ Jefferson's going to have to play well. He's going to go up against a good defense. I think Penn State's defense is better than the Razorbacks' offense, and I think they should be able to move the ball a little bit. Jahan Dotson, I hope he plays in this one. Potential first-round pick for the Lions can be very effective in this game. So we got four more New Year's Six Bowl games. Fiesta Bowl. Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, of course, all the playoff games. And we're going to give our thoughts on those bowl games on the other side of all. I know you've got some Rose Bowl, some concerns about your Ohio State Buckeyes against this Utah Utes team led by Coach Kyle Whittingham. Terrific coach. Look at his bowl record. Unbelievable. One of the best bowl coaches of all time. One of the most hardest hitting teams in the league. We'll discuss it on the other side. Betting Across America rolls on here on a Saturday, December 11th. The VEASAN Holiday Offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is Betting Across America rolling along, presented by BetMGM. We're coming to you from the VEASAN studios at at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Amal, I hope you've done all of your shopping. If you haven't, like I just mentioned, the VEASAN store. You can get your sports betting friends some gifts to stock under their holiday trees as Christmas rapidly approaching for us, Amal. Yeah, I'll be at that VEASAN store sometime between now and never. <laughs> hey, come on. All right. <laughs> the VEASAN promo code, I just read it, Amal. Just knock it off. I'm just joking. It's just, listen, I'm not a logo guy. Do you, have you ever seen me wear anything with a logo on it? No, I haven't. I, have I don't own anything from. Ohio State. I, the only thing I owned at Ohio State when I was there was a notebook and a pencil that said Ohio State. Surprised you even went to class them all. I actually uh, didn't really. Actually, okay. that's a fair statement. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's... Trust me when I tell you, everybody in here had a higher GPA than I did. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, we'll see. I, mean, I wasn't the best student either. Uh, Rose Bowl. We'll see. Yeah, but that's sad. You were probably trying. I was. I was half the time. I wasn't even in state. I think my parents <laughs> might be listening, so I'm not sure. I'll say I'll put, I was putting an effort. Seventy-five percent. That's of the time. fair. <laughs> uh, Utah taking on Ohio State. The Buckeyes six and a half point favorites in the Rose Bowl. Total sixty-six and a half. It's the Urban Meyer Bowl, Amal, as the uh, Urban Meyer used to coach at both places, Utah and Ohio State. Of course, he will not be on the sidelines, or maybe he will be. Maybe he'll be unemployed by that point. Uh, But first of all, what do you think about this line here? Six and a half. It's opened at seven. So the initial move in this market went towards the Utah U to making their first ever appearance in the Rose Bowl. I'm sure their fans are going to be there, and they're going to be loud in this once-in-a-lifetime experience for Utah. Great fan base, great support. They will definitely make the trek from Salt Lake City into L.A. for this game in Pasadena. Should be a terrific matchup. I'm a little bit surprised by this move, though, because, you know, one of the things you and I talked about off-air before we came on, are Olave and Garrett Wilson going to play? I expect them to play because, make no mistake about it, the Rose Bowl, whether it be Ohio State, Michigan, Iowa, Wisconsin, it is a big deal to every one of those programs in in that conference. And I think for you, Utah, even though they're new for the Pac-12, uh, only been there since, what, 2011? Mm-hmm. Um, this is an opportunity for them to make a statement. You know, they are probably one of the most unheralded teams in terms of developing talent. Kyle Whittingham is an unbelievable coach in terms of what he's been able to do throughout his tenure there. And in terms of bowl games, Kyle Whittingham, I think he's 11-3 and in bowl games. He has just been terrific throughout his whole career in terms of how he gets his teams ready in the bowl. Exactly, he's 11-3. and this guy will have his team ready to go. It will not be an easy game for the Buckeyes. They've got to be able to control the trenches. If they don't, I think that'll be the difference for Utah. Cameron Rising's done a great job. By the way, the reason why Cameron Rising will be one of my all-time favorite players, because he sent Charlie Brewer packing after one half. He I've did. never seen a player quit a team after a half. San Diego State, they're playing. He gets pulled. Uh, Rising comes in, forces the game into overtime in the second half, and Monday, Charlie Brewer goes, I'm transferring. Good for you, man. Way to stick it out. He, he's a real, when the going gets tough, he quits. <laughs> We'll see where Charlie Brewer resurfaces uh, next season here. But important, Britton Covey, the Utah wide receiver who's been there since I think I was in college. Uh, he said he's going to play in this game, obviously declared for the NFL draft. I was shocked that he even had eligibility left next <laughs> season there. I was like, why? Why is this guy declaring? Isn't he just going to graduate? But no, he had eligibility. If he wanted to come back, he's going to make this Rose Bowl game his last ever game for the Utah Utes. I think we could see an inspired performance by this Utah team. You mentioned Kyle Whittingham, what he does in terms of bowl prep. The fact that they've never been in this game, and of course, it is a big deal for Ohio State. The Rose Bowl is a big deal regardless how many times you've been there. But for Utah, this is such a deal because they've never been in this game being kind of one of the Pac-12 afterthoughts. Not an afterthought in terms of success, but they're not a traditional Pac-12 team. What kind of effort do you think we see from the Utah? I think this is going to be a Super Bowl times 10 for them in this game against the Buckeyes. Well, I think they'll be ready to go. You get an opportunity to play Ohio State last time these two teams played. 1985, Buckeyes won that game 64-6. to That was the only Ohio State game I'd ever been to in my life as a kid. And I was at that game, 64-6. to I remember my dad and I drove down. We got there like in the second quarter because there was so much traffic. And we picked the worst game probably to ever attend. Right? It's over basically at halftime. But, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. This Utes team is going to have a great opportunity. By the way, hopefully Ohio State decides to play a full four quarters this time in the Rose Bowl unlike against your Huskies. Yeah, Huskies decided, have made it interesting there. Yeah, huh? the, it was really one that shouldn't have been interesting, got interesting there. By the way, do you know who uh, Britton Covey's grandfather is? No, who? Stephen J. Covey, very famous book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Wow. I, I had no clue. They're getting all sorts of betting nuggets and also some literature nuggets there for you yeah. folks who are listening in on betting across America. You going to the game of all Saturday, January 1st? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. The, I, don't, I don't go to games ever. <laughs> You've been to the Rose Bowl too many times. The no, it's not that. I just I don't understand why people go to games. Why would you want to sit there, fight traffic, pay for overpriced tickets when you could sit there and watch a game? Because the one thing when you go to a game that people forget, a game needs to be good for it to be entertaining. You don't want to go to a game and it turns out to be you know just completely one-sided. It, a competitive game makes it far more interesting. It's the granddaddy of them all. The Rose it's, Bowl. it's the same thing whether it's on TV or in person. Yeah, well, it's, it definitely looks pretty on TV. I've never been myself. Maybe the Huskies get back there, uh, but that's a program that right now is trying to pull itself out of the mud. Uh, the Fiesta Bowl, Amal, also taking place on January 1st. This one will be before we see the Rose Bowl between Utah and Ohio State. Number nine, Oklahoma State against number five, Notre Dame. The Fighting Irish two-point favorites with a total of 45 and a half. No Kyle Hamilton in this game. He has opted out. He's going to prepare for the NFL draft, the All-American safety for the Fighting Irish. But what stands out to 
few, whether it be side or total, between the Fighting Irish and the Cowboys. You know, I think Marcus Freeman's going to want to have a big showing here. Good opportunity. Jim Knowles now moves on to Ohio State. He's Obviously, he's not going to officially start with the Buckeyes until January 2nd, but him leaving at Oklahoma State is obviously going to have an impact on this defense. A lot of credit goes to the Oklahoma State players for the comments they made after Jim Knowles left. Mm-hmm. They were highly complimentary of him. They, you know, they, a couple of guys said, hey, go get that bag, and, and they understand <laughs> it. No, I, I give yeah. them credit. A lot of players turn against the coach or somebody that leaves, and, and I thought that was really a hats off to the Oklahoma State Cowboys defensive players for the respect that they have for Jim Knowles, him moving on for what obviously is a better opportunity for him and his family. So a lot of credit goes to them. I, I want to see how Oklahoma State rebounds. Femi, you come up a yard short. Man, that's such Boy, a gut-wrenching that, loss. That's a gut-wrenching loss. They would have been in the playoff. I believe they get in over Cincinnati. Wow. Okay. A tough, tough pill to swallow, though, if you're the Cowboys. Yeah, emotionally, how do they bounce back in this spot here? Obviously, the letdown of, oh, we didn't make the playoff versus a Notre Dame team that, I mean, they seem absolutely fired up for the Marcus Freeman era. Brian Kelly left them. Would have been funny if they actually made the playoff with no head coach there. But they are absolutely rooting for their head coach. And I think they're going to play their tails off as he makes his first uh, head coaching appearance for the Fighting Irish. I'm not obviously a Notre Dame fan. I can't stand Notre Dame. But I'll tell you, I said to somebody, I said, Freeman getting hired. I said, this is going to be a problem. Because I think Marcus Freeman brings an energy and an enthusiasm that young players are going to relate to. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at certain guys like Carl Durrell. I wouldn't hire this guy to guard a corpse. I mean, this guy. I mean, this guy is dead as it is. You got to have a coach that's going to have some personality. That's what I think Mario Cristobal is going to bring to the U. He's not a great X's and O's guy. He's going to recruit his ass off, though. Well, yeah, exactly. He's going to bring an energy and an enthusiasm. You look at a Pete Carroll. That's what Pete did. He had that energy and enthusiasm, and I think that's what Marcus Freeman's going to be able to do for Notre Dame. The challenge for Notre Dame. And it's always been there, and I respect the institution for this. Academically, it is an elite academic school. And so for them, they can't get every player that certain other institutions are able to get in. So sometimes that comes into play a little bit. The other thing is, I know Notre Dame, and this is the problem when I'm looking at Georgetown playing uh, Syracuse. By the way, Georgetown leading now against the Orange. You know, everyone remembers the greatness of Patrick. He's really one of the ten greatest college players of all time. But... All the alums and the people that hire him, the young players have no idea who he is. It doesn't resonate with them, and I think that's why you need somebody who's got a personality and a flair, and I think that's where Marcus Freeman really comes in and makes a difference for the Notre Dame. Sugar Bowl, Baylor, and Ole Miss. The Bears, one-point favorites, total 54-and-a-half. Quick thoughts on the side or total. You know, I, I like Ole Miss here. Um, you know, this team's going to be dangerous. I, I think they got a lot to play for, and remember, this game, not too far from Mississippi. Though I think they'll have a good contingent for this one. Also, in the Citrus Bowl, about 10 seconds, Kentucky and Iowa, the Wildcats, two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 44. Yeah, this one I lean towards I, uh, Excuse me, uh, Kentucky here in this one. Yeah, that's going to be such a defensive slugfest. As you see in the market, open 45, now down to 44, and I think that could hit 42. It wouldn't shock me between these two teams, Kentucky and Iowa. That one January 1st as well in the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, Florida. On the other side... Andrew DeWitt, he's going to join us to talk a little Army-Navy. And I know you're on the under Amal in this game between Army and Navy. Don't really like the side that much there, but what, what kind of game do you think we're going to see? Is this going to be just classic triple option slugfest and, 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 and whatnot in terms of this game and this rivalry? Well, what would you think it was going to be? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's but, not, it's not I like mean, these guys are going to come out in four receiver sets all of a sudden and be like, hey, guys, I mean, we're going to throw they, the ball around the yard. They're working today. on the air raid over <laughs> yeah. there at Army. <laughs> no. I mean, look, I think this is an effective office. Look, we saw Nebraska run similar styles and win three national championships in four years. Unfortunately, nowadays mm. it's become more challenging with how good the spreads are offensively. But I, I think you're right. Things can be in the total going up. So if you haven't bet it yet, uh, something to pay attention to. I still, like I said, I like the under here on this one. Yeah, we've seen some contrarian overplays here. Uh, some places in the market, 36. I've seen 35 and a half. So, yeah, like you mentioned it, maybe the over, maybe the streak ends. It's been 15 years in a row. If you've been betting it and rolling over sure. your winnings, you're probably a millionaire and not listening to us. I got a question for you. How do you um, uh, – apply the contrarian here because the line's going up so they're betting the total over, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I'd imagine most tickets are on the under. Without the, but it's been Fair rolling, enough. You know? Maybe the sharp people are, are betting the over. Andrew DeWitt joins us on the other side talking Army-Navy. It is betting across America. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. Right now, new customers have a chance to win $200 in free bets when they place a $10 wager on Dustin Poirier to win his fight tonight, UFC 269. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Get ready to start turning knockouts into payouts. Plus, you'll get access to BetMGM's live betting options, daily promotions, and much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets. If Poirier wins, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. It is Betting Across America coming to you, presented by BetMGM. We're at the VEASAN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe and Amal Shah. Amal is sweating out college basketball, as am I. We'll discuss that in about 15 minutes. But joining us now to help us get ready for the lone game in college football, Army-Navy, it is Andrew DeWitt, the athletic sports betting editor. Andrew, appreciate you joining us here on Betting Across America. And I got to start because it's the story of this game. It's the total. The under has hit in 15 straight years. Are you willing to get in front of that train and bet the over in this afternoon's matchup? I'll be honest. Early in the week, I went. At, I saw the number at 35 and a half, and I just went ahead and bet the under. It dropped like 34 during the week, and I was like, oh, man, it's a sur- another service academy game where these teams are just, you know, they just run the ball against each other, and there's it's triple option all day. And I just see this game still going under. Last year it was 15. Nothing was a final. I mean, I just – I just see this being another under game in two service academy games. It's just crazy how, you know, unders are 38 and nine in the last, you know, 47 academy games. It's just crazy how these games just consistently go the under. And this is something that the books know that these games are to be low scoring and they still can't set the totals low enough for the, the under to hit. So I just think it's a big, it's a big game where, you know, these teams are just going to run the ball. You know, there's these teams don't turn the ball over because they run it so often. So I just see, you know, the under coming in here. I just see, you know, how that is going to be a factor is like the weather's going to be great in New York today at MetLife Stadium. Uh, it's going to be a little bit windy, but there's not going to be like a, any huge weather impacts on this game. But I still don't see these teams throwing the ball at any regularity at all. Yeah, Andrew, I think it makes several good points. When you look at the last several years, you go back five times in the last five years this game has been played. Highest point total we've gotten to twice has been 38, but other than that, the three times they've stayed under that 35 total, which you referenced. 
From a betting perspective, is this the type of game you would play aside, or is there anybody you fancy? Uh, Femi was asking me about that, and I, I really couldn't say one way or the other. I think both teams will be up for the game, but based on the way Navy has played this year, I think the one thing that's been impressive with Navy, they have played games well against teams like SMU, Houston, UCF, teams they could have totally gotten crushed by when you look at the athlete, athletic matchup. And then Monken's done a tremendous job in West Point in terms of what he's been able to do with this team. If I had to lean one way on the to- on the spread, I mean, seven points is a lot when the total is only 35 and a half, right? But I see, I mean, I would lean towards Army just because I think they're the better football team. I think Navy, you know, they have a great against the spread record this year. But at the same time, I just see Army being able to move the ball at will against them. And I just don't see how Army or Navy's going to come back in this game if Army's able to get out to a lead here pretty quickly. Um, you know, Army's defense is number 16 in the country. They've played a really good schedule. I think they can stop the Navy's triple option just because they go up against it and practice so often. So, you know, I just see kind of Army being able to to cover this spread. But like you said, it's going to be an interesting game because this rivalry game is always close no matter how these teams play each other and what the records are coming into the game. We're speaking with Andrew DeWitt, the sports betting editor at The Athletic. And, Andrew, yeah, the market agrees with you as this game opened at Army minus 8. Now we're seeing minus 7 across the board. So the initial move, of course, going with the Black Knights, or rather going with the midshipmen grabbing the points there in this lower-scoring game. Now, is this a game, in your opinion, that you would you attack this live betting? Or how would you go about looking at this from a live betting perspective, knowing what we know going in, thinking that this is going to be kind of a kind of a lower scoring plotting type of affair. How would you attack this from a live betting perspective? So I kind of link, think back to that Bills Patriots game on Monday Night Football that was so great for live betting just because it was kind of predictable what was going to happen when they had the win. The Bills were going to pass a little bit more, try and score. From my perspective, if Army gets out to this big lead, I think it would be safe from a live betting perspective to kind of take the point at that point or bet them on the money line because it's going to be difficult for Navy to score. And I, that's just my general consistency and thesis on this game is that Navy's going to struggle to score points just because they have all season. And so if Army's able to get that lead, I just think they're the better football team and they're going to be able to protect the ball and then just kind of run out the clock in the second half. Andrew, I want to switch to the college football playoff, particularly the first game between Cincinnati and Alabama. I think this is the better matchup of the two quarterbacks. Bryce Young, we know, is going to win the Heisman tonight. Had a tremendous year, and I think eventually he's going to probably be potentially a first overall pick. But I think Desmond Ritter is probably the second-best quarterback in the college football playoff, in my opinion, compared to McNamara and the future accountant Stetson Bennett. Uh, To me, when you look at this team... They're more dangerous than I think people realize. You go back to the game against Georgia last year. I thought they mismanaged the clock late, had an opportunity to win that game. I think a lot of people who don't pay attention to UC Sanders on that front seven, Gardner in the back. I, I'm not saying Cincinnati is going to win this game, but I think they got a great chance if they can figure out a way, which nobody's really been able to do, to limit the big plays from Bama. Do you have a particular uh, lean one way or the other with the number being at 13.5 and, and 58.5? And yeah, when I when the lines first came out last week, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna bet Bama because I assumed the line was just gonna jump, just because that's typically what's happened in the college football playoff. And you give Nick Saban a month of basically a month to prepare for this game. Like I just assumed that you know he's gonna have the huge coaching edge and he has the talent edge. But I think Cincinnati is a really underrated team by you know betters in general, and I can see like how they're gonna be able to kind of hang in this game for a long time. And that, I. I think that goes back to the point that people watch Bama a lot every week, but not a lot of people are searching out Cincinnati every single week and saying, hey, where does this team really rank amongst the best teams in college football? Plus, you know, the competition thing goes back, you know, Cincinnati didn't play the SEC schedule. Like, I mean, that comes up every week, right? And then all these debates about, you know, should they have been in the playoff? But they're a great team. I mean, they're a really great team. And I think Cincinnati proved that when they beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame earlier this year. Yeah, right now Cincinnati fourteen to one at BetMGM to win the national title. Of course, that the big hurdle would of course be knocking off Alabama in the semifinal out there in the Cotton Bowl down in Jerry World. Let's transition to the Orange Bowl. Georgia's taking on Michigan. The Bulldogs obviously lost outright as touchdown favorites against the Crimson Tide in the SEC title game. Well, they're now seven and a half point favorites against Michigan in this Orange Bowl game. This is the four thirty kickoff game for this college ball playoff. Where do you think the the value is, whether it be the side or the total? total sitting at 44 and a half with this Georgia team trying to get off the mat after losing for the first time a week ago. Yeah, I think the the really the side that I would like to play is Michigan plus seven and a half of that key number. Um, you know, Michigan, 
beat Ohio State. They've had some really key matchups. They had some tough matchups through the Big Ten season, whereas Georgia, I think we saw that, you know, that Clemson win early in the season wasn't as big as we thought it would be in terms of competition. And then we saw how Alabama just basically outmatched Georgia in that SEC championship game. So I'm just a big fan of just taking the numbers or taking the points with Michigan in this matchup. And I think that, you know, Harbaugh is a great coach, and I think he's going to be able to, you know, find some advantages against this Georgia offense. Like, who are they going to play at quarterback? That's going to be the problem. And, you know, where are they going to find their advantages against this Michigan defense that seems like they can control the ball? And, Andrew, I love the point you made about who's going to play a quarterback. And I'll tell you what, to me, if I'm Kirby Smart, I go with JT Daniels. I said the game against Alabama was the second most important game Georgia's played in the last 40 years besides the national championship against Alabama. And same stadium, they blew that game, you know, on the second and 26. I thought this was a game that was program-defining. You've had a tremendous year at 12-0. How, did this, how does Georgia mentally, forget about Michigan, but if they get a rematch against Alabama, yes, you get up for it. It's a rivalry. It's going to be a rematch. But how do you really come back after you absolutely, after that first quarter, it was old Bama versus old Georgia there, and it looked like Georgia didn't even belong in the same field with them. Honestly, that I agree with you. Like this, It was such an important game because basically with Cincinnati making the playoff, that that, you know, it's a lot easier game going up against, you know, Cincinnati than it is going up against Michigan in the yep. second game. I mean, that semifinal, and that's going to be key because you get the month to prepare, which I think people underrate when they're handicapping the playoff system, is that you get that month to prepare and you get the month to break down this team versus when you're going up against that the national championship game, which is what, seven, eight, nine days later, it's a lot tougher window to get prepared for that game and playing against these teams. So I think it's interesting how Georgia kind of came out flat against Alabama in that championship game. And I think it's really important for them to say, you know, they're going to have to refocus this team because I guarantee you that team was, that program was rattled after the um, loss to Alabama. He is Andrew DeWitt, the sports betting editor at The Athletic. Andrew, appreciate you joining us here on Betting Across America. Best of luck to your under in Army-Navy. You and Amal are aligned in that game. I'm staying away as we hope to make it 16 years in a row with the under cashing in Army and Navy. Thanks for joining us, bud. All right, thanks. Have a good weekend. Thank you, you too. All right, how about that? Grabbing the points with Michigan. I do wonder if... I don't want to overreact to what we saw with Georgia last time out against Alabama here because all week and all season long we've been talking about them as the best team in the league. Now nobody wants anything to do with them. Well, yeah, that's true. But I think one of the things, if you're going to bet Michigan, you should also take them with the money line as well. I think they've got a great chance to win the game. I think Michigan has been vastly underrated all year long. I think Georgia's a good football team, but the one question mark I had about them, and this is not going to apply in this game, is somebody, if you spread them out, can you beat them? And Alabama proved they can. I don't know if Michigan does the same. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game in the Orange Bowl. On the other side, we're sweating college basketball betting across America rolling along here on VCN the sports betting network from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny USA he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.